there were three principal IBM values that you can see the genetic strain of all the way back to 1911 at the very beginning of the whole CTR eventually moved into IBM uh, evolution. Uh, one of those uh, was the idea of that that it, that it all fundamentally begins with a regard for uh, and a belief in the people who would build the enterprise. You can put some respect for the individual, you can put whatever term you want on it, but sort of fundamentally Watson believed that in the end it was going to be a concern for the people that would make the difference uh, and that they would affect customers, etc. The second key principle uh, that, and by the way, not all companies, that may sound like you know, that that's a value that everybody would have. Disney does not have that. I mean, Disney has no respect for the individual, near as I can see. They systematically pulverize individuality out of everybody that works there. You know, so long as somebody's sort of doing what a Disney person does, there's no sense of, of that it's really the person. It's the brand. It's the processes in that case. So uh, in, in the IBM case, though, they, that, that goes very deeply. The second uh, was uh, a, a fanatical dedication to uh, a concern for and an understanding of the customer as a precept. And the third was a uh, 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 what I would describe. Watson Jr. put it as as kind of an excellence commitment, but what it really was was a for God's sake, we're IBM, we should win value. And that the idea being that just not winning, not somehow ending up number one at what you do, not just because it's about success, but because that's a value, that if we can't do that, we are repulsed by the idea at an almost visceral revulsion level. That's what that value was really about. Watson Sr. wanted IBM to be the company that won and won and won and won and won. And if you were to ask him why, he wouldn't understand the question. So those are, and, and I think that what Gerstner did, um, he beat the odds by being an outsider, which is unusual. I think also Gerstner was somebody who was classically level four, that for a moment in his life, and it may have only been a moment, went more towards level five. Because when he, be, when he came to IBM, he said, something happened I didn't expect. I fell in love with IBM. And I think for the first time in Gerstner's career, as I can see it, he actually became ambitious for something larger than himself. Prior to that, there's not a lot of evidence that there was that in him. But being CEO of IBM seemed to have brought more of it out. And you look at how he's set up his successor and he's passed it on to somebody who is deeply blue and all of that. I think he really did become ambitious for IBM. And what, what, uh, what Kevin Maney says about it, and I think he's really right, is he said the principal contribution is he reminded IBM that it was IBM. Now, he tried to get IBM back to that, but what he made very clear was he said, we got trapped in all kinds of junk that has nothing to do. Mainframe computers are a strategy. They're not a core value. Uh, things that uh, have to do with the way we dress, the way we talk, the way we actually put things through all these stupid procedures, that's just junk on top of the values that, in fact, obscure them. So his task was to rip as many of those away as possible to try to get back to In fact, one of his observations was, just like tenure, in a way, is in some ways inconsistent with freedom of inquiry in the social sciences, you don't agree with my paradigm, I don't give you tenure, that essentially what happened in IBM was a lot of processes that grew up began to separate people from the customer, which was antithetical to the core value. So he said, we've got to get rid of the, that stuff to get back to the values.